0: All right, welcome to the Oki Show Show, the podcast that dives into the finer details of navigating Oklahoma's film and music industries. Brian, your host, and I am joined today by two fellas, one of which has actually been on the show before. You were on our Star Wars kind of freestyle riff special, which nice. is to this day one of my favorite episodes. Mr. Joel Decker.
1: Hey.
2: Yay!
0: Yeah,
1: you said I was the first one that used a whole bunch of profanity. You were. And I'm I'm
0: expecting the same thing tonight. Well, (laughs) After
1: we recorded the Star Wars thing, he's like, oh man, I'm going to have to put explicit on it because it's so dirty. And I'm always like, oh, I didn't know we couldn't. Talk about f***ing. Like, I didn't know. (laughs) Oh, well, now you got another one. (laughs) There (laughs) There you go. Now you got another one of them stickers.
0: It took like 30 seconds for the first joke. And I was like, we're doing this. And and here
2: we go. We're We're pushing through.
0: But uh, so comedian Joel Decker is joining us in the studio, as well as Mr. Spencer Hicks. Uh, you just released a comedy album. Thank you. It literally just came out like a week ago, didn't
2: it? Uh, December 25th. Along with Spencer. Oh, oh. Just, so a week ago. Yeah, right. one week ago. <laughs> one week ago. When is this being released? Right. Three months from now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just wait till the <laughs> year rolls around. and Be like perfect. Put yeah. it out next year. <laughs> yeah,
0: but you also co-own OKC Comedy. Which tell the audience uh, a little bit about. All we're going to
2: say co-founded. Co-founded. Uh, okay. Because we don't really own anything. Uh, we don't have. You a, own a concept. We don't have a building. We <laughs> no. just have taxes we have to pay. Right.
1: Hey, but that's modern economy. Yep. How how Digital move economy. This, this? President Bernie Sanders. Because you're airing this next year, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 president i I don't know yeah i'm terrified i am too so talk about okc comedy oh okc comedy we
2: uh it's just a a group of comics who decided that uh we wanted to start booking our own shows and so uh we did we booked our own shows out at the uh city art center for a couple years we have since moved over to the acm at uco at bricktown nice um, and we just we bring in yeah it's uh, the performance lab isn't it yeah the performance like, lab how many
0: people does that hold it's like 300. three three really no yeah. oh, I thought it was five no it's yeah that's a great venue I
2: mean if it's if it's standing it's probably a lot more but oh, okay. seated. So, yeah, yeah. I, know,
0: I know it from like bands and yeah. stuff like yeah
1: yeah I saw Nathaniel Rateliff there and there was way more than three hundred people there yeah. Yeah. was there yeah
0: yeah I always forget for comedy it's all but seating. no seats
1: yeah, yeah. well if you buy a seat at comedy club. You you, you only need the edge. You only need the edge. They say that for truck things. Yep, and comedy things. Yep, comedy shows. You'll pay for the whole seat,
0: but you only need the edge. (laughs) 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 So what we're going to be doing today is we're talking kind of uh, just basic, performance of stand-up comedy you know for those of you that are that are interested that have been that are obsessed with listening to it and i've always thought to yourself man i want to do that i want to grab the mic No. this is this is for you so how does somebody get involved in performing stand-up specifically in oklahoma city but then we can talk like broader
2: yeah specifically in oklahoma city i think is pretty much the same anywhere Uh
1: uh-huh uh there's no it's not uh like acting it's not like you have to to go talk to this casting director it is right a microphone on a stage in front of people, and that's it. Like, yeah, it's it, it's instant feedback. You
2: put your name on a piece of paper. Some other guy will say your name, and then you talk into a microphone, right?
1: And hopefully, you bomb. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> Honestly, like I, I'm yeah. very serious, like because you know Dave Deacon, 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 uh, Deacon in, Deacon in uh, Denver. Yeah, he oh, runs Denver an, uh, Deacon. He runs he runs yeah. an open mic at uh I, mean, I don't know if he still does, but at Comedy Works, which is like a revered stand-up venue. Like, stand-ups love it. Yeah. And I went up there and visited him when I was kind of first starting, and he was like, do you want to do some time? And I was like, yeah, sure. I, got I love
0: s- that that's the phrase, do you want us to do some time? It like, is, uh, like, it it is like a prison me. sentence. It yeah. me. You want to do some time? Sure. Yep.
1: <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, okay. And I got up there, and I did three minutes, and I could have done anything. First of all, it's sold out. Like, there's 300-plus oh, people that's there on a Tuesday. A it wasn't my first show ever but it was my first show there. Ah, uh, okay. And so I did it and I was like, "God bless, like that's amazing." <laughs> and he said, "But here's the thing." He said, "In Oklahoma City, he goes, "I got a group of guys up here that think, oh, well every show that I do is going to be this way." And he said, "I couldn't take the guys I have up here to the Looney Bin on a Wednesday because I've been there and you got to right. work for it. Like yeah, the you got to you got to earn that freaking tougher." Whereas in a larger market and not necessarily like in LA, there's a, a million open mics in New yeah. York yeah. too, but you get spoiled. Like if you're, if if you do good, good for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are people locally who have done well, maybe twice. Right. And I haven't seen it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Cause in one way, like when you have to work for it, it makes you work for it. Like I almost like how there's only, there's only so many open mics throughout the week that you can go to it's like right. one open mic Tuesday for some reason is like the mecca of open open mics but uh it's always the same people at every single one of right. these. like all the comics just migrate together to all these different open mics
1: yeah so and, like, and and it, but but that's a double-edged sword too because yeah,
0: because I don't feel like I can
1: repeat bits but that's it's the but same people group. do and like yeah. I think that I I don't go to open mics because of that, because I'm like, you guys are just making each other laugh with the same jokes you told last night. Like, yeah. I ha- I don't. There there are a handful of people who have honed their craft doing that. Sure, but then you get the other 70 percent. They're like, I want to be I want to be a comedian. I want to be those guys. Mm-hmm. Well, stop talking about your dick on stage. And then <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean,
0: I think it's the, the interesting thing that I have learned because I'm I'm very new to it. like I've done maybe. Fifteen open mics, mm-hmm. maybe. I'm and that's like stretched out over a year, so yeah. it's not steady.
1: So let, let me ask you this: you you are a musician, you performed. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of musicians who are like, I'd like to get into comedy. Yeah. W- what's w- I mean, what what's the attraction? Yeah. Is it just the performance aspect? Is it?
0: I think. Well, it's because like whenever you're a musician, you're you have to fill in time. Everybody has some kind of story in between songs. Yeah. There's that dead space in between songs. That you are directly interacting with the audience, mm-hmm. and like for me, I always I love just listening to stand up, and like there's just that exhilaration of like actually saying something that people laugh to right. making
1: making noises with your mouth, yeah, that just the perfect combination something. of words that yeah. make people
0: yeah. ha- go ha ha, like it's it's and it's fascinating to me, like yeah. the science of like this to me it is that like this combination of words said with these particular this cadence mm-hmm. lands with these people, but then sometimes it doesn't with the exact same thing. And it's just, it's just interesting to me. Like the right. structure of jokes and all that kind of stuff is just, it's really cool. Yeah. Because like laughter is a physical reaction to a situation, you know, based on your, your personality. It, it, like I feel like there's psychology behind it. It's just really, yeah. really cool. And I was actually, I was talking to a friend of mine about how like, it's how we deal with uh, tragedy. It's how we deal, like laughter is how we deal with tragedy. Laughter is how we deal with stuff that we don't, that kind of rocks our understanding of something, right. of like, um, it's a disruption of patterns in a way, yeah. of like, that's what a juxtaposition is. It's like a tree, a bush, a rock, or you know, something that breaks the pattern right. of like something in this line is not the same, Right. or like a misdirection of something, Yeah. Of like, Talking about what you think is your grandpa when actually it was your family dog. Oh, yeah.
1: hilarious. Yeah. I saw that movie.
0: It's a great <laughs> <one>. Tom Arnold. <laughs> yeah. And Tom Cruise for
1: some reason. Yeah, he voiced the dog. Yeah. Scrappo. Yeah. Yep. yep.
2: Wait, you guys are talking about a real thing? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish. No. No. no, no. I had a Does This sounds like a movie Tom Arnold would be in. Well, I know. That's why I said. I know. Voiced it was perfect. Tom Cruise.
1: Uh Tom Arnold, who retweeted me recently. No shit. Hey. I'm living the dream. Oh yeah. Um, I had a musician tell me he wanted to do comedy because, and I'm quoting, "I'm tired of worrying about these five assholes with me on stage."
0: It, well, honestly, it's true so, because, like, the mentality—you got to worry
1: about everybody yeah. else.
0: Yeah, there's like, there's. I think that's the other thing that kind of attracted me to it was like I don't have to load anything in. No I don't load have in. to pack anything up. Yeah. You're saying that I could just go up there with one microphone and my human body and yeah. voice and just do something and then leave. Unless yeah. you're
1: Carrot Top or Jeff Dunham. True story. Right. Yeah, then you got to bring. Yeah,
2: yeah. Trunks full of stuff. But trunks. you have people You have trunks. people for that.
1: Well, yeah, eventually. But man, when you're starting out. Oh, if only to be <sighs> a comedy magician. Got to load up. God, how I want to be a comedy magician. I worked one week with a guy, couldn't have been sweeter. Sweet, sweet guy. Clearly like older than he was coming across. I'm like, this dude's like in his 50s. And he was uh, featuring and his whole act was juggling. Real
0: real quick, explain featuring.
1: Okay. uh, An MC will get up at a typical comedy show. They'll be the host. They'll be the host, basically. And do 10 10 to 15 minutes. They'll
2: do introductions, talk about
1: drink specials. Make the club announcements. Yeah. Yeah. Come on out on Sundays. (laughs) Tip the waitstaff. And then they'll introduce the feature act. And the feature act is typically from out of town. And he'll do 20 to 30 minutes. And then... He'll get done. And then the MC gets back and was like, hey, give it up for that guy. Woo! And then bring up the headliner. Right. And and I'll, either the feature actor or the headliner, will uh, you'll always introduce them by saying, uh, Clubs and Colleges, uh, you've seen them at Clubs and Colleges all across the nation. Right. Serious XM
2: Radio. That yeah. means they don't have any credits. On- Bob
1: and Tom. You've heard them on Bob and Tom. That means they have no credits. Right. That means they couldn't pinpoint anything. You've seen them on NBC. No, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't. Comedy Central. Yeah, prove them wrong, though. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. can't. Um, Everyone's just Googling that real quick. No, not Fact at checking. a comedy club. Yeah. No, because <laughs> well, like, yeah, strict that's rules the about the
2: phones. You can't, you can't have your cell phones out because there's no They're going to ruin the off. comics. That, that was a life. rule I totally
0: forgot about until I did the Looney Bin open mic. Yeah. And then like I was dicking around in my, I was actually doing a, taking an Instagram picture. And oh, the, no. And the bouncer dude came up. I put yeah. that down. I was like, oh, so Sorry. I forgot. The, the, classic,
1: the classic line in the Looney Bin is... Uh, if you get a text or a phone call you need to be alone with your phone go into the lobby and you two can spend God. some time together uh, yeah. You're, so you were telling a story about a comedy magician So totally uh, well he was but. a magician but he was a feature act and he juggled and he had a trunk and he would do stuff like uh, so the other day I was wondering like what it would be like if I had one ball like it's I'm making that up but clearly I mean it was clearly like that and he ended up with like four balls juggling and people would be like oh yay and I'm like but that's not funny yeah so I asked the headliner, who was a grizzled comedy veteran, like he'd been a road comic for a million years. He's from New York. And I, I would try to, you know, talk to him. what just be nice. And I go, hey, so what do you think of the feature act? And he goes, uh... I don't go into his juggling clubs and try to do comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, sir. Uh, Touche. Uh,
0: juggling clubs, they are very well known.
2: Was this juggling comic, was his closer, did he put on like... A giant
1: ex- sweatshirt and have... And long arms? Long arms? Yes.
2: Yeah, I yeah. remember that dude. Sweetest guy. I haven't seen him in a long time. He,
0: so... That actually brings me to my next question. Like we're talking about, like you know, juggling, a co- you know, a comedian with a very inter- specific angle. Yeah. Like, can we talk about the different styles of stand-up comedy? Yeah, to, for just a Like bit? what? Um, like, what do you mean by I, that? I mean by like uh, the difference between um, observational and absurdist uh, one-liners versus you know, like shock comedy. Yeah. Like all the different genres and stuff.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think people, they are all definitely all those genres you just named um next but, question but then no, no, but no. no but then like people <laughs> people kind of also carve out their own
1: yeah like i think some of the best comics take the best parts of all of those yeah,
2: yeah. like steve like, martin is is kind of steve hard martin is, is, is kind of hard to categorize. he's not he's got one-liners he's got he's stories a, he's, but
1: he's he's a stand-up technically yeah he had some props too like yeah. yeah. prop.
0: comedy because he also did a lot of magician stuff too yeah, he's but he's not magician, a prop actually. comic. Like yeah. that's
1: the thing. He's a stand-up more than he's a. If you can get on stage and make someone laugh without you know having a rubber chicken with you, right? Then you're a stand-up, and I think Steve Martin could do that absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I don't think Carrot Top could do that. Right. right. And nothing against him. He's got his. You, you have a
0: thing against Carrot Top. It's a second Carrot Top reference tonight.
1: So what are your what what are your favorite comics like?
0: Um, my my favorites kind of shift because it starts like I'll go from like Shane Moss to T.J. Miller. Mm -hmm. Back to Louis C.K. It always reverts back to Louis C.K. and Patton Oswalt. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, starting... Like, I've been listening to a lot more Kyle Kinane and... um, um,
2: Nate Bargatze. Bill Burr.
0: Bill Burr. Oh, dude, I love Bill Burr. You got to be in the mood for Bill Burr. Just as much as you have to be in the mood for David Cross, like, you have to be in the
2: mood
1: for Bill Burr. I love Bill Burr. I think Bill Burr's great. I think David Cross, his Shut Up You (laughs) Baby album is one of my favorite (laughs) comedy albums ever. And... He had a special on HBO, like aside from his Mr. Show stuff, he had a special on HBO that was so, he did so many absurd things in it, but then he'd come back around with a joke that was like really solid. Yeah. So that's someone that like takes. Yeah. Takes from different. I mean, I don't like, a lot of people do. I don't like Jeselnik.
0: I haven't heard of him. Uh, Anthony
1: Jeselnik? Anthony I mean, Jeselnik's like, of roast stuff. Yeah,
0: he Oh, uh, okay. He, kind of a he, but, but every <laughs> that's a different style in itself is just roast comedy. Yeah. But
1: every joke in his special though is setup, setup, punchline you think is coming, mm. punchline you didn't know was coming, which contradicts the first punchline right. for 90 minutes. Interesting. Or an hour, whatever. Yeah. See, that's a yeah, I think he's a good writer. That, I think he like got some misdirection good stuff direction kind of
0: stuff. Like I love looking which hell, why don't we just go ahead and talk about that? Like the structure of a joke, like the whole like uh, for me and this is coming from somebody that's been doing it for only like a year mm-hmm. of like set up punchline and then elaborate on the punchline and then move on. like yeah. each joke is a minute and then it's like a solid okay moving on to the next yeah. one ah
1: well you go set up what is it set up punchline tag like yeah it but if you but see that the the weird thing with stand-up is there is no formula like yeah. there
0: yeah i mean that's like that is an observation because i do like observational stuff yeah. and,
1: did you watch John Mulaney's last special? I did. His closer is 20 minutes long. Yeah. And it's great. Did you see it? That the Comeback Kid? Yeah. I loved it. 20 minutes. I didn't think it was as good as the top part, but Yeah, but but, had that but that's somebody yesterday. that yeah, but that's somebody that's not set up set up punchline. No. Dmitri Martin is someone that does different things yeah. even though you think it's Yeah. It's all in how it's packaged. Right. I mean, I don't think you can teach somebody to be funny. Yeah. At all. The,
0: the funny thing I've always thought was, like, everybody... Because I, I have been writing comedy for, like, film, videos and films and stuff like that for for a while. And, like, the first thing that you always are told is, don't try to be funny. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, as a stand-up comic, you jump up on a stage and grab a microphone, basically saying, I think I'm funny. I'm going to... And your job is literally to try to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I think but sometimes it your,
2: that comes yeah. across, like... Sometimes you can get up there and you can see people who are like, yeah, and they're, you can tell they're trying too hard. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think
1: mean, I think there's a difference between trying to be funny and trying to make someone else laugh. Yeah, right. And that when when you are trying to be funny, you're not focused on what's working. You're focused on is what I'm saying great? Yeah. Well, you're gonna know. If stand up, you. you're gonna know. Yeah. yeah. It's right there. I mean, That's Seinfeld really- has said it a million times, and it sounds cliched and stupid because it's been said so many times. There is no better barometer than getting on stage in front of a group of strangers mm-hmm. and and trying it. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it's so unnatural because it's like, what other situation, aside from like an AA meeting, would you get up in front of people, that, a massive group of people that you don't know and be like, yeah. hey, I'm going to talk about stuff that you yeah. might care about you might not. Yeah. Right.
1: That's what I do instead of going to open mics. I just go to AA meetings try it out. What's the deal with beer, guys? Shopping carts, am I right? Those jacky-ass wheels? I hate them. I was drinking a great shot of whiskey the other
0: day. You should have been there. I need a chip. So what's some advice... Um, that you guys could give to like the beginning comic on just beginning if you're wanting to jump up on the stage for the first time what would you have to say to that person like just advice
2: i think for me getting on stage was the hardest part um
0: losing a bet <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I wish it had been a lost bet i would probably would have started sooner but like i started when i was in eighth grade i i bought greg dean's book on how to write jokes and do stand-up comedy and, and so, like, from eighth grade until I was 24, like, I would just write and dream about getting on stage or whatever. Whenever I turned 21, I started going to Looney Men's Open Mics and would watch it and be like, okay, I'll just, I'll sign up next week. And then I'd go out there and be like, nah, nah, nah this isn't the week. I'll do it next week. I did that yeah. for three goddamn years.
1: But did you have friends that were t- pushing you to it, or was this just something you wanted to do? This was just something I wanted to do. Okay. Yeah.
2: I mean, the week I did it, I had I went there with a friend, and he was like just do it and i was like <laughs> okay everybody has that
1: friend that you're like oh that was fucking easy just shut
2: up and do it i'm sick of i'm sick here. you being talking a about pussy it. get up
0: there uh, that's that's almost exactly how i started cuz I, I would always go to the open mics like wanting to you know sign up and then finally the bartender actually was like you doing it i was like no he was like pussy
2: yeah fine i'll do it uh, <laughs> i bet we find out it's the same guy i bet we find out it's the same, <laughs> same dude right. he's like a wizard yeah, he's that just,
1: ushers a people a in he sage that travels around yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like he's, enters He's like Mr. Smith in the Matrix. He just takes over other people's. Yeah. yeah. you not going
2: to do stand up comedy? Where are you, pussy? <laughs> pussy.
1: He only has eight words. That's it. No uh. stand up, pussy. Oh, all right. Uh.
0: So just getting up there is the first thing. And then, like, what else would you, what advice would you
1: give? Just do it. I mean, that, it sounds dumb. But also, be aware you're probably not going to do very good. Yeah. And that's okay. I think and it's there's almost a fine good. line between confidence and ego. Right. Yeah. And I've seen both. Mm-hmm. and uh ego is worse because you're not able to improve right if you get on stage and you think okay there's there's a perfect example in two thousand Dave Deacon yep he um. <laughs> There was an open mic thing that I started going to at Jokers downtown in Bricktown, which people ah, still think is open.
0: Yeah, Well, it's because the sign is still, it's faded, but it's still there. There's a
1: Del Rancho near my house. that has been closed for seven years, and nobody asked me if that's still open. <laughs> it's because um, bushes are growing out yeah, of the windows. True. They don't have that at Jokers. So it's a ranch. No. <laughs> um, and there was this guy, and he was probably in his mid to late 40s, and his name was uh, Curtis, and uh, he doesn't live here anymore, thank God. And Deacon had been doing Santa for a while. And he had I mean he knows what he's talking about when it comes to stand-up. Like, I don't think you can teach somebody to be funny, but yeah. you can absolutely teach someone how to act in a club and what you yeah. need to do to form a set. Like yeah. this might not be a set that's gonna work for you, but this is how you build a set. This is what you want, you know, a laugh per minute, maybe, so work on that. Um and this guy was just he had the worst delivery. He had the worst material, and he he was terrible. And Deacon is like super even keel. Like this is the only time I've seen him get mad, and I've known him forever. We've been coming in there week after week, and Curtis is finally like – Deacon was like, hey, let me have your set. I'll look at it and see what I can do because Curtis asked him to. So he gave him back notes the following week. The week after that, after Curtis had looked at him, he gets on stage, didn't listen to a thing, Mm. didn't change a thing. And Deacon was like, none of what you're saying, you, why did you ask me to do this? And Curtis said, well, my friends think it's funny. And Deacon goes, well, your fucking friends aren't here, man. Like, you, <laughs> you have to understand that. Like, yeah. And he was like, I'm not meaning to come across like a asshole, but if, if you make your friends laugh, that doesn't mean you should be on stage. And right. I don't think people get that. Like, just because your aunt tells you every holiday, like, you should be doing stand-up. Yeah. And you get on should stage- you? Yeah, no, you shouldn't. One yeah. of my favorite things to do is go to an open mic and just watch these terrible people living in denial.
2: I think that's one of the things that motivated me,
1: too. Well, After I, a few years see, of watching yes, terrible, yes, I, was same like, here. I was like, yeah. I can do just as bad. As, they're yeah. fine. Yeah. They love it. Well, De- wait, Deacon had, it? But see, Deacon had told me that, and I agree with this, that the only reason you are on stage is because you saw somebody and went, well i can do that and it didn't yeah. mean that you thought that you were better than them yeah and some people go well, I saw Seinfeld I can do that that'd be fun i want to do that i was the, i was kind of the opposite like you i was like that guy sucks terribly <laughs> and he's getting paid no 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 i i know yeah. I, yeah. I have confidence Not today i have confidence in nothing else but that yeah. i'm yeah. funny and so
0: that's yeah like that very thing like made it okay for me to bomb like i it like i don't feel like i I've had maybe one set that I left like going, like you know, like really beating myself up. But like, but you got back up. Yeah, you got back up. and I think if
1: you bomb and you go, well, them, no, no, (laughs) no, it's not the audience's fault. Yeah, don't uh, to a point. Like there are bad audiences. Right. Absolutely, there's bad audiences.
0: Oh, we're we're gonna talk about that. But I've seen
1: so many people that are terrible and not funny. Yeah and they get off stage like, "Well, it's all their fault. Like, you guys just don't get it." Right. No, we got it. Like you're, yeah. you're talking for 5 minutes about your dick. No, nobody cares. Yeah. Right. What are you saying? I was, actually, I
0: was talking to a comic last night um how he he had a joke that like just landed so hard like consistently and he did it for this one particular audience and it was just like crickets and and like he actually stopped and he was like, "No, no, no, no. We're going to do that again because that joke is good." And he did it again and then they actually got it the second time. So, uh, so mean, there is kind of, of a thing, kind of hacky. like, that, that, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. But I mean, like, but that kind of leads me to the whole thing of like, there are good audiences and there are bad audiences. That's true, and yeah. that's the same with music too. Like, it's it's this weird phenomenon. If you're playing the same thing, you're doing it exactly the same way, yeah, and it doesn't land.
1: But there are times where you do have to change something. You go, oh, okay. Whether you record yeah. yourself or you listen to it, and
0: it's like a reading the crowd kind of thing. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I mean. It, it, the other side of that is I got told by a friend who's a musician, because I told him, I said, Man, people come up to me like when I'm done performing, they're like, Man, you're really funny. And I'm like, Yeah, I didn't, you know, mm, I mean, I didn't think the show went that well. And they're like, No, you know, we thought it was funny. And he told me a very important thing to remember. He said he he was played a set one night with his band. And a lady came up and said, Hey, I just want to tell you that I thought you were really good. And he said, Really? I thought we kind of sucked. Yeah. And she got sad he said he saw her emotionally change like her face changed and she just looked at him and said you know what F- you and wow. walked out and he was like perception is reality like right. that's the only time she'd seen them right. he's like i've been doing this forever i've been playing these songs over and over she'd never seen it right. and for her to muster up the courage to say hey i really appreciate what you did yeah and with comedy you kind of i mean with any performance i think you have to do that yeah,
2: yeah. i've never really thought about it like that yeah that's very that's, insightful
1: That's very insightful like if anybody yeah. comes up to me, even if I bombed, and they're like, "Hey, man, good job!" I'm like, "Hey, thank you." Yeah. And they walk away. I'm like, "What well, an idiot!" Yeah. But you know, you don't. Yeah.
3: <laughs> say, yeah, hey, I stupid! I've kind of
0: learned that, like, like especially with music, like you don't want to bum <laughs> out the person who who, like you said, like, they took paid the time to see come, you. Come, yeah. Yeah. And, you're and like, then they, oh, they, man, they 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 they
1: mustered man, up man. enough whatever it is to come. And it's come kind and, of
0: like telling them, uh, oh, you're you don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Right? You're dumb. It was a bad set." But don't want
1: anybody to feel stupid or bullied or right.
0: Yeah. But. Spencer, talk about like you were talking about confidence versus ego, and then you touched on perception is reality. Can you talk a little bit about confidence on stage, like when you're? Because I feel like the audience can always tell if you're feeling, you know, confident, or if yeah. you're feeling like, and you start to wither.
2: Right, and you can tell that with with new people, like especially if they're forced to do like longer sets, and I think probably. I know I had this problem. I don't know if other comics did, but like, you know, when you transition from doing open mics where you're doing like four minutes, four minute sets, you've got your you've got your time down, you've got it figured out, it's all good, whatever. But then you do either show like a showcase that your friend put on where you're supposed to do like you know fifteen twenty minutes, and like maybe you're doing some stuff that you don't have as much confidence as you have been,
1: right? And thoroughly beta tested it. Right. Are you saying it overshadows the rest of it?
2: No, I'm just saying, like, if you don't tell that joke with the same conviction as, as yeah. say, like, you know, you've got your five-minute set you're confident in. You know these things get less. You, and you don't like, sell the new stuff as hard as you're selling the old right. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, people can tell, I think, for sure. And, and I mean, things like like what you were saying earlier when, like, you know, comic was, like, told a joke. And he was, like, this joke always hits or whatever. And then the crowd didn't get it or whatever. And he was, like, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, that to me is like...
1: That's a real easy way to drive a wedge in there. Yeah. Yeah. There was one of two ways that was going to go. I'm sure go he had better he delivery than what I just lucky said. That, yeah, I know, but if I've never done that. I've I never I done never that. I have never do that, yeah. yeah. If something bombs... Just move on to the I feel, next one. Yeah, I'm on like, on. well, yeah. maybe this next one will hit. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, can we talk about how,
0: how you guys go about recovering from a bomb? Oof.
2: I don't care
1: anymore. <laughs> it still like, bothers ah, me. Whatever. It still bothers me. Like, I, I have such anxiety about so much, but I internalize everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, there have been times where <clears throat> even just emceeing at the Looney bin, like, I feel like I'm going to puke, like, every time. And I worked for the Thunder, and I'm not like, look at me. They had to me an open mic in front of 18,000 people, and I would get out there and, like, here I am with Brian, and he's going to shoot <laughs> for whatever. I was so panic-stricken, like, the whole time. Yeah. I don't – I mean, I cannot, like – I don't know. You you recover from that. like, Yeah. I feel like that's... Do you you mean recovering from a joke that doesn't fly? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? A joke or a whole set?
0: Well, a single joke. Like, whenever you're doing a set, it's going well, and then you hit that one that just doesn't land at all. I don't care. It's just crickets. I don't care. care.
1: It it bothers me a little bit in the moment, but I'm already up there. Like, the hardest part was getting up there. Every time the hardest part's like, oh, here we go. Yeah. And then if you do moderately well, it feels like six seconds. Like, it's like you're not even up there. Yeah, that's true. But if you bomb. It takes forever. Yeah, it, ta- it takes forever. But recovering from like a joke, I don't. I mean, there's yeah. no go to thing.
2: I just blame the joke. Yeah. I, I yeah. Say that I've joke done that is before. A piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that joke. And then I just I take the crowd side. Yeah. I, f- yeah. I feel like, like, like that. I, I, yeah. I hate me too. Yeah. That jokes. That jokes. I'm never telling that again. Yeah. You know, just saying something. I haven't, I haven't figured it, it, out. Like, it out. Get it out Self
1: deprecation. Like, right, right, right. The key is to let them know that you're on their side. Yeah. So. Yeah. Whereas your friend was like, or guy that you saw, whomever, where he was like, well, you just didn't get it. Well, that's almost the same thing as saying, no, we suck. You're wrong. Yeah. Right. Well, they've already laughed at you. Like, they've given you that much. Yeah. So if you have a joke that bombs, you can't blame it on them. Like, you can't come back and go like, no, fuck you. I'm going to make it happen again. <laughs> like, yeah. no means no. Right. And right. so That's not, what we're getting at. No means no. This is coming around back to Bill Cosby.
0: Yeah. Oh, it always <laughs> does. oh That's a callback. So then, how do you recover from bombing a set?
1: Mentally, helps. physically, spiritually, alcohol helps. Alcohol helps. Immediately. Alcohol Yeah, but also knowing that it's weird. You either bomb, and you're like, I'm no. And there have been times where I'm like, I shouldn't be on set. Like, right. Yeah. Like at the Looney Bin, they used to have Sunday night shows, mm. and those are the worst. The weekend shows, like yeah. second show Saturday, ninety nine percent of the time, I say ninety percent of the time. Which show either first or second show Saturday. Yeah, Fridays are usually pretty good. Players like, are from, always awesome. from a performance standpoint, like, I know people that go and they love it, yep. but as, yeah. from a performance standpoint, Fridays are good. Yep. Saturdays, either the first show or the second show, you get off stage and you're like, I should do this for all the time that I have in the <laughs> yep. world. Like, this is what uh, I should be doing.
0: I'm amazing, I'll never die.
1: Well, then they, then they used to have Sunday shows. And you do that Sunday show, and you're like, I shouldn't be allowed in your microphone yeah. where people can he- hear me. Like, I should talk to them and tell them to never let me hear again.
0: Yeah. I think an important point you're that t- you're kind of touching on also is that it doesn't matter how experienced you are, like, you're still going to bomb at some point. It's mm-hmm. never sunshine and rainbows I learn more from forever. bombing than...
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's the most important part. And if any comic tells you, and I, I'm saying comic with air quotes, because right. anybody can... Oh, I did an open mic. Mm, yeah. well... Yeah. Yeah. If they say I've never bombed, they're delusional <laughs> and they, they shouldn't they be allowed near a microphone like That's narcissism to the nth degree. Like
2: What's the worst show you ever had? Oh man.
0: This one.
1: No, no, no. no. <laughs> worst stand-up show. <laughs> worst stand-up show. Um, I don't know you. I'll think about it. Uh, I had a guy that had a heart, like had a. Uh, were you there when the old man had like a heart attack and like it was open mic? No, this wasn't the worst show, but this is pretty crazy. Um, there was a guy who got on stage, and I think he was from Burns Flat, and he was like 80, 85 years old. Friend of Stan Selwyn? Uh, almost. I think he. I think Stan killed him and took his life force because <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one. The be only one.
0: I, I always, whenever Stan's up, I'm always like. Are you okay? You're like, are you okay? Stan's gonna
1: outlive everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stan's yeah, a yeah. Pause. Um, but this old man had like a little breathing machine with him, and a, like a tube on his nose, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, and he drove like two and a half hours, and he gets on stage. <laughs> take a long. And he's like, oh, oh, oh! <laughs> it was terrible because he, yeah, he would. He'd be like, Ugh. in between each sentence. The other day, President Coolidge, and you're like, God bless. What's <laughs> happening? So at the, at the looney bin, you can enter from either stage left or stage right. He, decide, he goes, oh, oh, I'm not feeling good, and walks right off the front of the stage <laughs> into a table full of people and drinks and i'm like what i got to save the show so that's how oh. he, i was like i got on stage before i went not helped him and the oh, bouncers came over the ambulance showed up i <laughs> was like
0: they are they're, they're, that's crazy. they're yeah. taking care of him and like putting giving him the iv while you're still doing your routine <laughs> they're, yeah, they're like, like, Some- somebody
2: what's call what's the deal with just, keep, doing time, to- <laughs> so, keep doing yeah. time keep
1: doing time keep doing time somebody call 911 get off your phone oh see i can't yeah. the rules I can. <laughs> Uh, the worst show. What about you? What's your worst, worst show
2: I ever did? I did a Christmas party for an oil company and they wanted me to do forty minutes and they were gonna pay me three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And it was in this huge ballroom. There were probably like two hundred people there. Mm-hmm. And um the CEO was like, Okay, uh okay, so this room is a huge ballroom uh-huh. at like a hotel. Yeah. Uh the middle is a dance floor, whatever, and then the room is just divided into tables over here and tables over there. Yeah and the ceo was like okay uh, we're going to give away this prize or whatever and then uh, and then they're going to eat and then you can do some f- comedy or whatever and so uh, like <laughs> your little laugh jokes yeah, yeah. Do
0: your monkey thing
2: so they give away a prize and then he's like all right guys you guys can eat or whatever And please welcome to (laughs) Spencer. And so, like, people are like, people are like getting up, going to the buffet, like eating. While you're trying to do time? Yeah. Oh, Oh, good. I did like 20 minutes and I I was like, it was like no one listened, no one cared. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) i did i did, did
0: speaking into a vacuum
2: yeah i was and I, I did my 20 minutes and i was like i was like that's my time guys thank you oh and then God. like i just walked out of there i just left <laughs> did you didn't get paid that's a, my yeah has you left with that really money I, I left with money oh you left with money. i left oh, with good. Money, okay yeah.
1: All oh right. my gosh Ugh. there was one that um i'm trying to think like i, I don't know what the worst show Oh, uh, well my birthday was pretty bad were you there for that that the speakeasy, Is yeah. that you told yeah, me about where you yesterday? just got
2: drunk and you told the same joke like four times, yeah,
1: <laughs> yep, because there was a girl that I liked there, it was terrible. <laughs> and then my friends kept like sending me shots. Now, tell what
0: happened after that, though, when you woke up the next morning.
1: I woke up the next morning and I was covered in blood, wearing only my boxers, oh, that's right, that's right, because you punched with my leg through my pee hole yeah. in my boxers. Yeah. I didn't punch, I fell into the French door that's in my right. house, which right. was broken right on my wrist part, too. Like, it was like real close, like dangerously close to a yeah. vein. Uh, but that wasn't too bad of a show
0: um <laughs> just woke up covered in blood like uh there life living the dream i don't
1: know there i i don't know i don't know like there have been quite a few yeah
2: but that was like that one was like the one that stands out in my mind
1: mine like, no mine oh yeah i don't remember the, my birthday though like that's the thing like yeah I remember like... Hey. You were still really funny, though. Oh, thanks. Because I, I was, I was hey, mostly uh, hey. sober.
2: I was sober enough to remember. Yeah.
1: He told the same joke like twice. I went into it. I was like, who likes the Wu-Tang Clan? And then like... <laughs> and people
2: were like, you, you already, said that, that. already I said that one. that <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Hey, the girl was the first one to call me the next day. Lasted, what, nice. two years? And then she ripped my heart out, so yeah. that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, that
0: kind of segues into the next question. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, is- sorry. No. Right. It finally came.
1: It... The show was fine as New Year's Eve. Show was fine. Not great. Fine. Looney bin? Yep. Uh, they used to give a bottle of champagne right. to every table. Hmm. For New Year's Clock Eve. Clock strikes midnight. And I don't know what to do because they end the show early so that way they can they can get the yeah. get the champagne in there and people can go to the bathroom before they count down or whatever. Yeah. So they're like, hey, uh, get on stage. And I'm like, what the hell am I going to get on stage for? Like, They're just playing like celebration. Like I don't know what I'm going to do. And the headliner clearly had an issue with some sort of extracurricular activity. So he was very sweaty and jumping around a lot. Ah, it shouldn't have been right. Uh, he's not a lot work there anymore. Anyway. So <laughs> he, he's like, yeah, man, it's oh. and at 12 midnight, they count from from 10, 12 midnight, somebody in the front row picks up their full bottle of champagne and throws it against the back wall. And you know how far that is, this is like a hundred feet. Yeah. Like, just Jeez. as hard as they could, and it explodes, and champagne and glass go oh everywhere. So, I run back there. A couple of bouncers run back there, and as we turn around, people in the front row had decided to spray the lighting rig above the stage with their champagne oh, bottles. No. Oh, no. Yeah. yikes. And I, honestly, I walked out of the showroom, and I was like, nope, no, no, no. Never <laughs> again. She asked me to do New Year's this year, and I was like, no, I can't. Yeah. My body won't let me. Yeah. Can't do it. Jeez. So I don't know that's bombing, but that's you know.
2: It's not bombing. Well, it's a worse show, though. That, I yeah.
0: mean, we're actually kind of already into the next question, which is like, um, what are some of the obstacles you face during a set? <laughs> like you know, champagne bottles or a guy having a heart attack, <laughs> or well, like I don't think I've ever. Or
2: had hecklers,
1: you know, just I've that had kind hecklers. Of stuff. I've like, heard, how I do you I've deal with like these different obstacles? Kind of, that show we did at Christmas, somebody came up to you.
2: Yeah, that wasn't really a heckler, but we did a we Might did. As, it, it, worse. Yeah, yeah. We did a uh, a show for uh, some outfit at Tinker Air Force Base. We did this in Midwest City, whatever. During their lunch break, mm-hmm. they had their Christmas party, so it was already off to like. Well, I knew wasn't... I knew going into it. My expectations were low, uh, but during we were you know we were supposed to do some comedy. We were supposed to do what, 15, 20 minutes?
1: And we always clear stuff before. Like, how clean do you want it? Like, yeah, yeah. they were like PG thirteen PG, is fine. PG thirteen is fine. This yeah. is going to be.
2: Yeah. All adults, whatever,
1: and basically PG thirteen means you're not dropping f bombs and not really, yeah. you're not getting you're not too not dirty and like bodily fluids and stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah. So, Joel gets up, does his set, whatever, goes over really well. Majority of the crowd. I thought it went well
1: it. until I made that joke, and then I could tell there was a, sh- a, a shift, shift, shame, yeah.
2: But then, then we had another comic, Ben Flint, who's super clean, super clean, very good. Where, a lot of
1: like parental, like yeah, very parent, relatable. And yeah. he, but he's got he, kids, and he's very he really likable. Used,
2: used to be in the military, yeah. so he related that way to her. Yeah. But during his set, some olderish woman in her fifties was emceeing. Yeah, I was emceeing it, and we were and doing, doing like, a raffle, doing raffles
1: in between comics. <laughs> yeah, so people are Perfect. winning, people Ideal are winning drills and pots and pans, and, and yeah. this
2: this old woman, not old, this this. I don't know. Just Just say it. Some (laughs) cunt comes up up to me while Ben Flint's doing his set. And she's like, I thought this was supposed to be a clean show. We got this guy up here.
1: Oh, I thought she said to you, like, so are you going to be as dirty? Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. She did say that. She did say that. Uh, or,
1: or she goes, are you going to be clean or you to be as dirty as these two? Yeah. yeah.
2: She's making some reference to them. Right. Cause like, Being filthy.
1: Yeah. And I was By like, the way, I come to my church later this week. No. Well, I was, and I was like, what
2: downloads. are you talking about, woman? Yeah. Like they During
1: have, the show, she's approached the, him. And they have
2: not said a word that like.
1: <clears throat> is that, I would have done this set honest? in front of like your I, grandparents. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like my, my parents are pretty conservative. They're christian they would have yeah. ate that. They would have yeah. been eaten out of the palm of his yeah. Like this woman just was looking for something to be offended by. Right.
1: Yeah. So but because the... she was offended, we found out from like other people that like, well, it's nice seeing you guys. But you're... are we <laughs> helping you or are we just bitching? No. No. This. I mean, because it like, seems like a this not is the very most funny selfish
0: episode that I've done because yeah. like I'm deep in the middle. Like Whoa. I almost kind of started in, like doing a lot more open mics, especially the last couple of weeks, like yeah. because I knew that this was coming up. So I, I kind of it was like research. Like, so, how do you eight, feel then? It's it's been a really interesting experience because it's something I've always wanted to do. I've always dreamed of doing and like doing it on a consistent basis and like feeling like wow, I like I I just managed to uh make it into the finals for this comedy contest down in Norman. Yeah. And like that just like blew my mind. So it's just been really really interesting.
1: Is anything that we've said like Oh, are you like, oh, yeah. that, that's horseshit? Like, no. Or,
0: well, I mean, even if I did say that's horseshit, like, i who am I to say that?
1: Well, I mean. The guy that's done, like, maybe I mean, 15 open mics. It doesn't matter. Everybody's got their They're,
2: own path, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. That is the thing with stand-up. There is only, like, one way to get good at it. That's do it. But it could turn into a jillion different things. Yeah. Right. So. Well, what advice would you
0: give, you know, with that in mind?
1: Just do. I mean, just 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 keep get up on the doing stage. it, and don't concentrate too much on the minutia of it. And by that, like, have you seen comedian Seinfeld's the documentary about Seinfeld? No. It's it good. was supposed to document Seinfeld leaving the show, but he wanted to take a year and do time to build a new set, mm. and it and he ended up befriending this younger comic who was just starting. He's like in his late twenties. Orny Adams. Orny Adams, hmm. and it ended up becoming a documentary that inadvertently showed someone who's passionate about what they do and doesn't need to do it. Seinfeld does not need to do it. Versus someone who actually in this movie said, part of me thinks I'm giving him a gift. Okay, okay. You don't. Oh, really? Yeah, and so it's this interesting dichotomy of a guy who feels he's earned it. Like, oh, I I should have made it already. Right. Well, Seinfeld, like, he writes jokes, but they ask him, you know, if someone rips you off, this was not in the movie, but like if someone rips you off, do you care? And he was like, "No, I'm I can write more. Like they're they're ripping me off. I mean, yeah. that's fine." Whereas Orny, like record, his name was Orny Adams, recorded his sets, wrote down laughs per minute next to each joke, and he's just spending time doing this, not writing material. Like you should be writing funnier things,
0: right? He's getting too... He's like, "Well, this he one, one I had,
1: own- you know, five LPMs, and this one I had ten. It's like, "Well, no, right?"
2: I think doing it. Is important um i realize that writing a lot is f- for me probably the most important like i used to try to write jokes uh every day i would try to write three jokes a day now i just i've got like a, a journal and i'll just write in that and see if anything like pops out mm-hmm. you know so i'm not anymore like i don't really sit down and like okay i'm gonna write i'm gonna write five minutes of material right yeah, here do you know
1: i've never written a joke really I've never <laughs> written a joke. And I'm not saying that like, look at me. Yeah. I just have never written it. I'll write down something that I think is funny. Yeah. yeah. And then if there's like a tagline or something, I'll just write that down. But it's like, I'm never like, and then I went into this, but like I've yeah. never done it. I don't know why.
2: Yeah. See, I'm the very opposite of that. Like you,
0: you, write everything you physically down? write it out like word I've, for word.
2: Yeah, I write it out, try to figure out what punch works and then. For all my sets, I always bring up a note card because I have a certain order I want to do
1: yeah. shit in. So. I'll bring a set list up. and They say it's cheating. That's not cheating. I'll bring a set list David up. David Cross brings a set I, list Ricky I write the your the face. brings a, Ricky Gervais is barely a stand-up. I mean, I love that guy, but mm.
0: – Yeah, like I'll write the titles of the stuff on my hand. Like I don't – See, I, I, that's I what I – Yeah, that's what I do. Like I'll record the bits on my phone, and I'll listen back to it and like practice it.
1: I can't stand but here. I, I, I don't I, like I'm, hearing myself, so I can't.
0: Nah, well, I, I have to all the time because of this stupid thing.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I've grown used to it, but... uh Do you find that helps?
0: Oh, totally, yeah, because, like... Maybe I'll for, try that. for me, like, if I can't... If I can listen back to something, and if I cringe, then, for me, like, that's enough. Like, okay, right? something needs to yeah. change there.
1: So you don't listen to your sets? Like, you don't... That's another thing. I know guys who, like, bring complicated audio equipment, and, like, uh, I gotta geez. get my set. Dude, you're doing three fucking minutes. You're not that good. Yeah. Like, just...
2: I'll take my just phone up there. Take I, your phone. Yeah, take a small it. recorder. But yeah. like people
1: who were like set up video cameras in the back, like well the lighting shitty. Start this for me. Oh fuck you, man. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah.
0: I say I have the hardest time like doing a set and actually remembering everything that I said because like for me I'm still kind of in that like nervous. I yeah, hard, yeah. I have I'm, a like, hard time hard remembering what, what I'm gonna say. And, like, so I will have my phone in my pocket.
1: <laughs> do you just, do you have a harder time remembering what you're gonna say or what you just said? Uh,
0: what I just said.
1: Yeah. Like because for me, for fear, I'm for, for of, for what's, fear of repetition.
0: Um. Uh, partly. Well, no. It's because I'm looking so far. I'm looking into. The, I'm. I'm thinking of the next joke. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's. Do you find it's that like ma- a, a bridge that's like falling behind me? Right.
1: <laughs> but does that make you sound like you are distracted? Because that can probably happen. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm quite possibly. I, yeah. I don't
0: know. I'll have to. I'll. I'll have to listen to that because because like, if I, you're thinking about
1: the next bit you need to be aware of it but if that's all you're concentrating on then you i, I hate it when i see guys do jokes and and then you can tell they're just doing this joke because they just want to get to the next one because they might not have faith in this one okay let's start this other yeah, joke yeah. and then you've completely wasted that whole chunk no, of I t- yeah
0: i don't i don't know if i'd quite
1: do that like
0: luckily since i've been i been doing stage stuff for like well over 10 years. So, like, I, I feel comfortable on stage, but mm-hmm. I still have that, like, the butterflies, and like, there's no band behind me to save me or an improv yeah. group to save me. So, like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm still new to it. I'm still getting used to it. And
1: well, your worst critic is going to be yourself, hopefully. Yeah. And then also other comics.
0: Right. <laughs> like, like, well, and I love that. Like, I finally have gotten to the point where I'm getting to know people. And, uh, which is a cool feeling when you, as you walk in, you're like, okay, like people are waving to me. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I'm kind of in it's this subculture yeah, now. It
1: really is. It's a weird community of the most maladjusted, yep. socially inept people.
0: yeah, just bitter people. Well, not really
1: bitter, just there's no other outlet. Some are bitter. Some, well, some are. Just don't believe, don't believe someone if they tell you you're great and don't believe someone if they tell you you're terrible. Right. Yeah. Because you're going to get that around here. Yeah. You're going to get people going, oh, you are suck ass. Yeah. Yeah. You got to find the middle ground. Right. You will. I'm sure you're, you're, I mean, you've been on stage for a decade. Well, I mean, in a musical but fashion. Yeah, but it's still experience. Like you still yeah. experience yeah. with an audience and performance yeah. and
0: I, I've only not had... just
1: making your buddies at the copier laugh.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, it's definitely, it's an interesting transition because like I said, there's so many similarities to music. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, uh, like, writing jokes is v- so similar to writing songs. Like, it's it's just fascinating. Like, the deeper that I get into it, like, it's it feels very familiar, but very, very foreign at the same time. Right. Um, okay, so you guys want to play some games? Let's play a game. All right. So, I, I, I brought one bullet and a revolver.
3: <laughs> Let's here <we> go. go. <laughs> All right, and... Uh...
0: Okay, so we're going to play a game called Kay. Copycat, and the way that this works Kay. is we're going to use this bell, Kay. and uh, we're going to start off a scene
1: with you two... Do and at closer? any points, yeah,
0: let's all move a little closer.
1: A little, we're already in a porta potty <laughs> in the Paramount bathroom. <laughs> Parking lot. So, um,
0: um, you guys are gonna be playing out a scene, and at any moments, I'm gonna hit this bell. You're gonna stop. And then I'm going to pick it up with the same line of dialogue that you just said, and we're going to start okay. up a completely new scene.
1: I like that you, ha- you had a bell more at the ready than your phone, right? <laughs> like a well, bell's been here the my whole phone goddamn time was
0: in my pocket, right next to me, and oh. I went hunting all over the place. So, you guys are co-writers off. of a TV show. Okay. Uh,
1: already after a good start, right? Sure.
0: And um, let's see here. You are trapped in an under you're trapped underground in a mine.
3: Okay.
1: Okay.
0: All right. Three, two,
1: one. I'm not uh, going to have to read any more of your damn jokes about rocks, am I?
2: Listen, I've got 12 pages that I think could be punched up a little bit, but I think they're good.
1: They say right what you know, but this is ridiculous. I think it's screwing with our creative process.
2: I knew we never should have gone to Chile.
1: Well, I knew I never should have gone to Chile. Because of their terrible appetizers?
0: Why did you take me all the way down to Chile? That was an expensive plane ride.
1: Yeah, I know. That's why I had you ride in the suitcase.
0: This food's not worth it, man.
1: No, it's really not. I mean, it's.
0: But it's, then why'd you bring us down here?
1: It's Chilean cuisine. What was the? It's
2: Chilean cuisine. It's isn't it delicious? <laughs> yes. I'm
0: glad that you're enjoying our Valentine's Day.
2: Well, you know, thanks to my irritable bowels, <laughs> this is going to be a very romantic.
1: <laughs> thanks. For my irritable <laughs> bowels. This injection works. Is that what you're calling it now? <laughs> yeah. That was the worst Christmas Eve I've ever had. And if not for your injection, I wouldn't have irritable bowels.
0: <laughs> and if not for your injection, I wouldn't have irritable bowels. Worst lovemaking of all time.
1: Yeah, I think I covered that. <laughs> Once, I don't know. Speaking of Chilean miners, deep, dark, terrible thrusting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> These Chilean miners <laughs> just, just struck Dookie gold. <laughs> All right.
0: oh my God, that was awesome. <laughs> <coughs> Oh, these Chilean miners! it all comes back to them. That was awesome. As long as they don't
1: tell their parents. Yep. It's
0: Different type of
2: miner. Yep. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, so we're going to move on to our next and last game, which is going to be starring at Mr. Spencer Hicks and yes. Joel Decker. I might Whoa, be a walk-on. No. I might be a walk-on. Do it. We'll see. But, um, okay, so based you on guys suggestions. pretend to
1: like yourselves. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Based on suggestions from our listening audience, Ooh, okay. uh, this is a game called Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, nice. Whoa, are you and, allowed uh, to call it that? Yeah, well, that's, oh. the, that's the name of an actual game. And the way that this works is that you have lines of dialogue in this hat here. Okay, okay. One-sided. And you're going to be playing out a scene. And at any moment okay. within the scene, you're going to grab the piece of paper, you're going to read this line of dialogue and inject it into the scene. Right. Cool. So the storyline is, according okay. to our uh, listener suggestions, Spencer, you'll be playing Robin Hood. Nice. Joel, you'll be playing the Sheriff of Nottingham. Classic. Who have found themselves on a blind date together. <gasps> oh, so, good. All right. So here we go. Robin Hood. Robin Hood and the Sheriff of, the Sheriff of, the of Nottingham, Nottingham have found themselves on a blind date together.
2: So that made uh, Miriam thought we would be uh, good together.
1: Yeah. I think she... Uh, she does She's really a bad judge of character. Yeah. How do you? Because I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't want to bring this up right now. Okay. Um. Well, I will. I think that I know that you're the one that's taking out all, all of my coins at nighttime well, to give to poor people. Here's the thing. I, I just want to get out of the way so we have a good night. Right. You know. No.
2: I'm. I'm glad to get this out in the open. I. Uh-huh. Uh, I have recently felt the burn. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one thing I've learned from that. Is for the best seat in the house. You'll have to move the dog.
1: Hmm. I've heard that.
2: Yeah, I mean it's a huge in dem- democratic socialism. That's a huge tenant.
1: Moving the dog. If you want
2: the best seat in the house.
1: Yeah. Sometimes though, you can just sit on the dog, and it's very comfortable and warm.
2: No, this is a metaphor. You're the dog.
1: Oh. Oh well, this just took a turn. Yeah. So.
2: And you've got the best seat in the house, man.
1: And like I'm trying to this re-
2: redistribute this wealth, you know?
1: So yeah. I have the best seat in the house. Yeah. Starting off with compliments already. <laughs> I like where this date is going. Yeah. Well, I'll meet your compliment and uh, just know that I think that you're uglier than a shaved skunk in June. <laughs> a Thank shaved you. a shaved skunk. Yeah. I'm a gentleman. Thank you. I'm not rude.
2: Uh, well I, I do shave my skunk. <clears throat> I like this. Uh
1: my best seat in the house is tingling.
2: And because uh and because we're in the uh whatever time we're in.
1: Early nineteen seventies animated time. <laughs> yes. I'm some sort of bear possum thing and you're a I'm, fox. I'm a fox. <laughs> uh
2: we don't have showers here in Nottingham.
1: Because we look ourselves clean. Because <laughs> we're animal people and that's
2: why I smell like a skunk.
1: Hmm. It seems very interesting, but certainly we should move on from this.
2: Yeah, let me tell you what my grandma always said. Okay.
1: About you smelling or yeah. about you shaving?
2: About me shaving. Let my me grandma, what old
1: Grandma Hood said.
2: She said, uh, and this is because she was from the hood. Mm-hmm. She said, the boys in the hood are always hard. Well. Grandma never left the hood very often.
1: It <laughs> sound like she did. <laughs> the boys in the hood are always hard? Yeah. You like hard boys on you?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's
2: why I shave my
1: skunk. <laughs> Because you don't want the odor.
2: Well, it still lingers. <laughs>
1: it lingers in your log cabin house? Yeah. Do you live in a
2: log cabin house? And I sit on dogs. <laughs> oh.
1: To stay warm or to protect your...
2: No, because I have the best seat in the house.
1: Oh, I did it. Wow. Well, I'm just going to say this about... I think it's think going very well. I think the shots helped. We've confused every single person sitting around us.
2: Well, they're not, I'm not here for them. I'm here for you.
1: Well, you know what? Let me just tell you that Weebles wobble. But they don't
2: fall down. That's like our love, isn't it?
1: It is. Well, no, we've had some ups and downs. We've had some weebles. And some wobbles. But we didn't let it get the best of us. Nope. You know, the weebles didn't destroy us.
2: All these all these differences, and we're still here. Our on the- first day.
1: <laughs> we've managed to make this last for two minutes and 45 oh,
2: seconds. Oh, hello, waiter.
0: Hi. Um, so the lady at the bar just sent me uh, over, um, and she wanted to to tell you all uh Trump for president.
2: Oh, oh yeah. Fucking bitch.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, that
1: was awesome. Oh, good times.
0: Man, thank you guys for coming on the show. This has been really, Hell, really fun. No, thank was you. This was awesome. Well, good. I'm glad you guys had a good time. Uh, plug yourself on social media. Uh, Spencer, you just released a new album. Where can I you did, find I did. that?
2: Uh, you, can, you can find it on iTunes, um, Spencer Hicks. Uh, love it or give it back. Um, you can find me on Twitter, at Spencer Linux, Or you can just find me on Facebook and poke me. <laughs> but, you still do posting? that? But you'll have to move the dog. Wow. Oh, there's and, your uh, punchline. Plug Best OKC. Seat in the house.
0: Plug OKC comedy.
2: Oh, yeah, OKC Comedy. We've got uh, we've got some great shows coming up. We've got Kyle Canane uh, coming in next yes. month. We've got David Cross coming in uh geez, April. April. Yeah. April. Uh and then we've got Greg Proops coming in as well. And uh we're working on a date for Tig Notaro
1: And where can we find all of that information? You can online? find all of that at
2: OKCcomedy.com.
0: Yosh. And where can we find you on social media? At Spencer Linux. At
2: Spencer Linux, or you can just look me up on Facebook. Whatever.
0: Right on. And Joel. Uh yeah. Yeah. We, well, we've recently been able to listen to you on the radio at yeah. uh, the Cat. Is That's that true. Right?
1: On Rick and Brad. Rick and Brad. Rick and Brad. I co-host whenever Rick's not around. Yeah. You know.
0: Well, and um. So when can we tune in? What station?
1: What's I don't gym? know.
0: <laughs> it's, Perfect. I
1: uh, get a call like the night before. Like, what are you doing tomorrow? Eh, nothing. You want to come in? No. All right.
0: Well, what time is the Rick and Brad show? Six
1: thirty to ten on Rock One Hundred Point Five, the Cat.
0: Good God, that's early! And where can you we like find that you on social media? Uh,
1: at Joel David D on both Instagram and Twitter. Yos. Or on Facebook. I'm not as active as I should be on it, but then I'm like, I'm not a fourteen year old girl. Thank you, Brian, for having us. Hey, man. Yeah, thank, thank you, you guys again for fun. coming
0: on. This was this is really cool, and like I learned a lot, and hopefully our listeners do too. Cool. Yeah. So, and if you, you want to do
2: stand up comedy, do it. Yos. You'll
1: figure it out and as you suck go. At we it. just we just turned this into a forty second podcast. Suck at yeah. it
0: hard. And you can of course follow Okie Show Show on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Show Show. Uh, you can also go to prairiepictures slash blog where you can find the actual blog that goes along with this podcast. And then if you're listening, go to iTunes, please subscribe and tell your friends and enemies. And that's it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs>